You're listening to Fit Pro Sessions with Parallel Coaching, episode number 42. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman, and in today's podcast, Hayley and I are talking how you can learn everything for your anatomy and physiology exam in one week, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. So you've got one week to go. That's seven days, 168 hours. So we're recording this on a Wednesday. So if I had one week left, obviously... uh, it's easy. It's a Wednesday it's exam. It's a Wednesday exam a week today. And I, I, my anxiety <laughs> just thinking about that has gone through the roof. Like, yeah, it's too late. Of, I've left it too late. What on earth do I do? So in this podcast <laughs> episode, Fit Pro Sessions, we want to give you three clear tips of how you can break that overwhelm, ditch any anxieties, so you can knuckle down and make the most of the next 168 hours. Because in that time, you've also got to sleep, You've got to eat. You're probably you might train. You might ditch your training sessions. You you got work. You got work. You might have to look after the kids. If you got kids, life still has to take place. So stay tuned. Let's jump straight into the first point. In okay. So first of all, I'm gonna say although it's not ideal that you only have a week, (laughs) it's not ideal. And ideally, you would have four weeks, eight weeks, whatever it might be, to a little bit longer to be able to really learn the information ready for your anatomy exam. One week isn't ideal, but it is still doable. That's where I want to jump in. It is doable. You know what? I've I've almost lost count the amount of people that we've worked with that have phoned up in a panic, in a flurry, and gone, oh, my exam is actually, I had, well, we had one person, one lady, do it in five days. Yeah. Okay, so I know it's doable. So when we talk about kind of self-confidence, self-belief and self-efficacy, the belief in myself or the belief in yourself that it can be done, I know it can be done. Yes, yeah, it certainly can be done. So then it's just a case of how do you go about doing this? So how are you going to map out the next week? Now, the biggest question we usually get asked is in a week, like as a time frame, how am I going to learn and read all 100 pages of the level three or level two anatomy and physiology manual. Like there's a chunky amount of information in there to read. And it's not just a case of reading it, you might have to reread certain parts to get it, you know, to remember it. But it has, I think that's the key. There's one thing reading something, but there's one thing, um, it's another thing, retaining that information mm. and being able to draw upon that information so that when a specific question is asked and in your exam, 99% of the time is going to be 40 questions. Some exams have a, a little, a, a few more, a few less. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's been able to draw upon and pluck that information from your brain, which is almost like a filing cabinet, and say that is the answer, the specific answer, correct answer to this specific question. And, you know, reading and remembering are two different things. And I don't know about you, but when I read something, I end up having to, like, I read it through and I'm like, I have no idea what I just read. <laughs> and then I have to go right back up to the beginning again and read it again. I might pick one or two words out. I'm like, I still don't understand. Ha- Hayley's a little bit better <laughs> than, than, than me. I have to, I read something and I have to go to the dictionary to, <laughs> to, to, to figure out what each word means. Um, you know, reading's not, I'm not an instinctive reader. I'd rather listen personally or watch something. And I think that's 
that's the first tip is to... It's really key and it's good because it condenses time. The, the, others, the, the, the beauty of it for me personally and so many learners that we've worked with is when you listen to something or watch something, it's like you're being taught. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. And it's really nice to be able to be taught something and, and hear it from somebody else's mouth. Hmm. And I found, and I, you know, we, we've found some studies behind this, but you actually do remember and retain more when someone's telling you or teaching you. Yeah, and okay. I suppose it's how they teach you as well. Mm. So in a manual or when it's written down, it quite often just seems like a load of long words. There isn't the tonality to it. There's there no context behind yeah. it. There's no, what does this actually mean? You know, I can understand that the owner and radius is in my forearm, but what does that actually mean in relation to being an outstanding fit pro? Yeah. And I think that's where the context comes in when you're when you're listening or, or watching something. Yes. Yeah. And and also it condenses time massively and you can use it whilst you've got other things going on. So whilst you're driving or walking the dog, you can be listening to that rather than feeling like you've got to sit down and yes. have your manual open. Definitely. So you've got that condensing of time. And if I think about our level two and level three anatomy and physiology revision mastery boot camps, they've chunked it in. We've chunked it into eight sections. So there's eight hours of revision to cover the whole syllabus. I couldn't read a hundred pages in eight hours. No. So if you think about that as a, <laughs> as a as a structure in your week, how do you do it in a week or less? It's you know I've, I we've literally had people go through all. Um, you know, six to eight modules, depending on which bootcamp yes. I get, yeah. in in like day one to two, then do the cheat sheets alongside, then repeat it on kind of day two to three, four, yes. and then kind of touch some of the uh, tutorials that they need to brush up on on day four and five. And then you've got the kind of the exam strategy and the, un, you know, the mock questions that you know, I'm going to say unseen mock questions because we don't put these mock questions out to, to general Joe blog so you can test your knowledge. So that's how I would do it. And that's how we structure it. Yeah. It's really, really simple, I think. Yeah. Um, and they can go through it really quickly in a time frame where you can say, right, I'm going to have, I know that each module is an hour. Whereas when you're reading in a manual, one module could take you an hour. It could take you five hours. It could take you 10 hours. I'm going to say that one, <laughs> one module, if you just took, for example, learning the 50 muscles, but you yeah. have to know at level three, A and P, that's not going to take an hour or five hours. That's going to take, that could take a week in its own right yeah. without actually being taught. Yes, exactly. And the other part of this and understanding about reading as an option is why is it taken you till now to take the action? So if you've only got one week remaining... That's a, that's a really great question, right? And you've right? been trying yeah. to do it via reading, it, it might be that it's totally out of your control and maybe your training provider's just gone, your exam's next week, in which case it's maybe less... Which we do hear a lot of. We do hear a lot of, you know, where the, the exams aren't... Certainly right now we're recording in, you know, week nine or 10 of the coronavirus lockdown. So exams are just kind of cropping up and saying your exam date, uh, you can choose exam dates, but there could be one in a week's time. Yes. And then the other side is if you've known about your exam date for a while and you've been delaying. <laughs> Listen up and come closer if this is you. <laughs> and you've been delaying or putting it off and you've been maybe opening up your manual and going, oh, I'm not ready to start this yet. Oh, yeah. I'm not ready to start this. It might be that the learning mode you're using, so reading, rather than using something different like videos or MP3, so yeah. audio, it means that that's actually stalling you and been the reason why you've not taken action sooner. 
So in which case to make it a productive week, you're gonna have to change something. In Completely, order to make I can't. It I can't forward. remember the exact same, but um, you might be able to help me on this. You know, if we if we keep doing the things we do, don't expect a different result. result. Basically, it's yeah. like the definition of insanity. I can't. Yeah. Don't quote me on the the, the non quote. <laughs> but you know, if I keep doing the same thing, I'm gonna get the same results. And yes. If, and if if today you've not been productive i'm not saying that you've not been proactive you've just not been productive in your revision in your learning and that's not working for you then the next seven days are crucial to kind of pivot and choose a slightly different course where, whereby the modality does work yes exactly so that was about videos and mp3s are a really effective way of making the most of the short time you have but one of the other big questions we get asked now listen up this is a big question ready is that should they should I cut down on my sleep so that I've got more time to revise? So inside your <laughs> seven days, you've got six, maybe seven nights, depending on when your exam falls. Yeah. So let's just go on six nights. And in an ideal world, you know, it's it's heavily researched. Seven to nine hours sleep gives you a good level of recovery and a restorative um, process, sleep process based on the day before yeah so six times seven <laughs> do my maths 42. here 42 hours okay of your 168 so almost a third of your time yeah. is going to be asleep so it would make sense for so many people to say well i'm just going to stay up later and get up earlier now here's the thing i'm going to say don't do that for a couple of reasons first off when you're if you do choose to read, regardless, whatever modality you choose to learn, when you sleep, you download everything you've learned from that day yeah. to your short and long term memory while sleeping. So if you revise for, let's just say, four or five hours, you binge revise on a Monday. OK, and then you have less sleep Monday night. The stuff you've just learned is not going to be downloaded to your short or long term memory um, ready for the next day of revision. But more importantly, not for your exam. So you're going to get to this Tuesday, sit down and feel like you've not learned anything. And I've been there before and I've worked with thousands of learners that have been there before as well. Yeah. More importantly, you're going to get to the exam day and go, I know I covered this topic. I know I covered energy systems. I know I covered bones and joints. I know I covered the heart and lungs, respiratory system, but it's not in my noggin. It's not in there. <laughs> and that's because we've not allowed ourselves to download all that revision time into our short and long term memory, which again is, you know, heavily documented and researched. So sleep, I'm going to say I'm a little bit of um, a, a, a sleep. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, enthusiast. Enthusiast. No, yeah. Advocate. Advocate. It is literally the um, unnamed weapon of choice. So you might think that you're going to save time by cutting it out. Yes. But by doing so, you could be undoing all of the extra revision that you're doing anyway. What I would say as a great approach forwards would have a very clear go to bed time and oh, a very nice. clear wake up time. So have, you know, do your day, but actually consider for a second that having more structure, more rigidity, being a little bit more strict for the next week is actually going to be one of your sharpest tools in your revision toolbox. So for example, you might say, right, I'm going to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Now, most people set an alarm to wake up. 
have you considered that you set an alarm to go to bed? So you might set an alarm for 9.30. Nice. And between 9.30 and 10, you have this kind of cooling down period where you don't look at your mobile phone, social media. You or, allow, your revision. or your revision. <laughs> you don't have any caffeine. You allow yourself to kind of allow melatonin, to the sleep hormone, to actually start to allow you to settle down, close for curtains, close for blinds, open up the window, make the room you're sleeping in that little bit cooler, okay? Allow yourself to go into deep REM sleep quicker, download everything, and then have a clear wake up time. You might get up a little bit earlier, but you're not gonna wake up mega, mega early because that's just gonna make you feel grouchy. You know, the, the, the brain and body's in this um, carcadium, is that how you... Circadian. Circadian rhythm, whereby you've got this clear, you know, go to bed, wake up time set by hormones. Yeah. So you're not going to override evolution of the last however many hundreds of thousands of years just so you can have a good <laughs> weeks of revision. It just isn't going to happen. And if you're tired because you've not had enough sleep, yeah. then it becomes like the, the episode in Inbetweeners where <laughs> Will has to have all of the, like, uh, pro plus and he has to have all of the, the yeah. Red Bull and the caffeine, which ends up in a bad way on exam day. Well, yeah, but really, you know, if you're, if you're looking for some kind of stimulant or a way of sedating out or feeling groggy or tired or overwhelmed or anxious, you are going to hit more... Uh, caffeine, more Red Bull, Monster, Pro Plus. You're going to be going for more of the foods that pick you up, which... Probably uh, give you a big crash too. Give you a big crash <laughs> too. So your go-to foods. And, you know, when you do over-consume those things, it doesn't make you feel great. It also heavily uh, distracts your sleep. Yes. So your long-term, short-term memory, if you want to remember this for exam day, Sort your sleep out. Yes. <laughs> and talking about long-term and short-term memory, yep. really importantly, this next question comes up a lot. Now, for those that have a little bit longer until their exam, but are thinking of leaving it until the last oh. week, strategically, um, I've heard many times learners ask, if I leave my exam revision or my anatomy exam revision until the very last week, Will that help my short-term memory so that I can learn, so I can retain more of it in exam day? So if you're strategically asking, shall I leave it till the last um, last week just so I can remember? Now it might help. It might help short-term to recap information in the last week, but your long-term, not a chance. <laughs> no, completely. And and I think that's where we need a bit of a reality check. We need to kind of walk around the table here and look at look at our revision, our study, and our course uh, that you've spent a lot of time, energy, and effort and money on yeah. in order to pivot and change career or or kickstarting fitness. And just look at it from a different perspective. If we're looking at it, going, how can I uh, learn everything and and have it sh stored in my short term memory? What we're really saying there, when we walk around the back of this and look at it from a different perspective, is I'm not bothered whether this sits in my long term memory. And this information um, is vital to your success. Yeah. You might sit there and go, well, I don't need to know about my owner and radius in relation to my client's weight loss goals. And in the grand scheme of things, you don't. However, when you put together the eight modules of your course and understand the anatomy and physiology of the body, it's just like a car mechanic understands the workings of the car. Yet his job is to fix a certain part of the car 
or to repair or replace a certain part of the car. That's your job as a coach is to go in and, and for a better word, transform, repair a part of the, body, the, the client's body. So you must know the inner workings of that, of how to get there. Yes, so super important yeah. that you know anatomy. And how many times have we said it? Um, so, <laughs> so important that you understand the purpose of having anatomy and that you value that your exam is just a check-in that you're learning it. Um, so if you've only got a week for your exam, then yes, obviously do everything you can to study for that exam and be the best you possibly can. But know that after that week, you can now go and learn that information yep. and commit the, it to the memory. exam. Is, it, is just like you see, so you'll have your clients, you'll have them in week one, you perhaps do a you will do a consultation, you perhaps do some kind of fitness testing, I and mean, then four weeks later, you'll do some more. Uh, fitness testing to make sure you're en route towards your client's goal. Yeah. And the reality is your exam is like a fitness test. Yeah. We're basically saying at the beginning, when you got your course manual, you knew very little to nothing around anatomy and physiology and planning. And then for, for the person watching this, in seven days time, we're going to test your knowledge just yeah. like a fitness test where you might do a, count, uh, a park run, 5K or or a 1RM test or whatever. You're basically testing yourself and saying, have I improved my anatomy and physiology understanding? But it doesn't stop there. It keeps going. Nice. I like okay. that. Wicked. Yeah, exactly. So essentially, that's kind of it. If you've got seven days to your exam, you're probably wanting this to be quite quick anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, so my main tips would be don't rely just on reading yeah. because you can condense time and commit it better to memory using things like video and MP3. Um, also, control sleep. your sleep <laughs> and have some real structure to your week. So clear go to sleep times, clear wake up times, clear breakfast, lunch, dinner times, clear start, stop revision. Don't just plow through all of your revision. Have structured, you know, 30 minutes, take a pause, take a break, go and do something else, come back to it. So it's an interval approach. Yes. I mean, the final point you made, just looking at the notes. Well, it's just about if you, do if you do have the capability to have longer than one week, then take it, make the most of it. Yep. If you're stuck into one week, then do do what you can in that one week. Take massive action, but just know that after you've done your exam, you can still go and top up your knowledge, refresh it, and revisit yeah. things as much as possible because that long-term memory of that information is still really important past the exam. There we go. Now, we could probably come up with a dozen more tips, hints, advice, and guidance, but the reality is, you know, if, if this is, uh, you've enjoyed this and you, you know, it resonates with you, the, the real secret is locked up within the Revision Mastery Bootcamp. That's your logical next step, I'm going to yes. say, because that's going to structure your next seven days. But you also get Hayley and I to hold you accountable, to check in. If you want to check in every day with us and say, this is what I've done, can I ask a question? You can jump on the phone, you can jump on email. That's part of the Revision Bootcamp, is that 24-7 access to Hayley and I. Yes. And the main thing is it covers everything you need to for your exam, structured into video and MP3 tutorials. So you can go through those. You can almost put your manual totally to the side. Ditch the manual. You don't have to learn <laughs> from that. And then it means you can make the most of your time and prepare for that exam the best you possibly can. And then keep that knowledge in your lifetime access to your Revision Mastery Bootcamp to refresh it again after you've qualified, which is there awesome. There we go. Um, so yes, I'll put a link for that with this video or if you listen to the podcast, check the show notes and you'll have a link to the Vision Mastery Bootcamp in there. At the very least, there's another link below for our Parallel Coaching Facebook Inner Circle where there's yes. literally... Uh, 
I don't know, some like 14, 1500 people uh, that are just like you, brand new to fitness, newly qualified, been in the industry, fitness industry, just a few months, maybe a year or two max. Or training. Or training, but are just, just rocking it. It's a real friendly group, asking questions, at progressing as, as much as they can. So, with that said, I hope you've enjoyed this one. Fit yeah. Pro Session number 42. Yeah. We will see you next week. Final point. I want to know what you've learned. What are your one, two or three top takeaways from this training? Drop that below in the comments. And outside of that, we'll see you on the next one. See you, see you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.